0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Group void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, can you guys hear me okay?
1: Yep.
2: Yeah. Oh, awesome. Okay. Well, good evening and wel- welcome to episode 681 of Sith Holland News. Uh, we got uh, Gandalf and uh, uh, Urban Jedi on the call, and we hopefully Randy will be able to pop in and do some spoilers or I may have to come up with some, um, uh, for him. And, uh, but, uh, other than that, we probably have some additional rounds of the, uh, tournament that you guys played recently that we could get updated on. And I don't know what else is happening. Um, I may just sit back and, um, have a little drinky while, while you guys, uh, let you guys talk right. about it. Um, what, what? Um, uh, I guess. Oh, Randy, you're there. Hey, did did you have some spoilers for us for tonight?
3: Yeah. Um. Well, right now I have one, but uh, but yes, yeah, I I've got. We should be able to get another three in. Nice. All right.
2: Well, I think we will like. Sounds to, to good. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that.
3: Okay. Um, as promised, we're going to do a rebel tonight, and uh, I was actually just painting these for the sealed before the call. This is number twenty-two. Number twenty-two. So, uh, number 22 of 42 is the Rebel Operative. Uh, he's obviously a rebel. He costs 9. He has 10 hit points, a defense of 12, an attack of 6, and damage 10. Your special abilities include Allegiance. Your squad contained an ally whose name contains Luthen Rail or Vel Sarnash. Immediately before the first activation of the skirmish, this character gains perimeter wide. Heroic Stand, when this character is by an enemy, while within six squares of an enemy, one rebel ally whose name contains Spire Operative may make an immediate attack, stealth, and stachel charge. The flavor text is... Wouldn't you rather give it all at once to something real? Lutheran rail.
2: <laughs> to something rail. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Come on, Andor. Give it up for Luth Rail. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, what do you guys think? <clears throat> Obviously, I, I always love the infection satchel-charge, door-control type stuff. Um, Never gets old. Peri- per- perimeter watch is a, a nice uh, ability. Uh, I also think that um, the Heroics, makes this uh, character was what really makes him interesting. Otherwise you wouldn't really pay nine points for this. Um, you know, even at plus six for ten as a pea shooter, you're not paying nine points for for just stealth and the sagittal charge. But the heroic stand, you kinda run this guy up close to your enemy. Um if they kill him. Um one of your allies whose name is spy or operative gets to make an immediate attack. It's really uh you know, it can be pretty awesome. You know, one of your maybe bigger hitters or at least a decent-sized hitter can, uh, you know, make an extra attack. You know, it's out of turn. It's uh, you know, not necessarily unexpected, but, you know, your opponent has to plan for that and how to figure out how to deal with, you know, damage coming in or they have to, you know, let your Nine point uh, guy that maybe now is uh, low objects or or by a wall where he's going to double attack and two shots to to hit him. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I like this guy. I think he's going to be, you know, decently solid in a, a spy or operative squad. Probably play. You're probably not going to play, you know, a swarm of these guys, you know, you're probably not going to play six or seven, but you might play, uh, you know, two of them as kind of maybe your main door control and and maybe you're playing these guys in a, in an R7 or an R2 or something. And that would be, I think, plenty of door control.
3: People like to kill your door (laughs) control. This guy's going to make a big target, and uh, yeah. one of them, someone whose name contains "operative" would be Kyle Katarn. The
2: other nice thing it's it's not uh, only for rebels; it can be any any character whose name contains "spy" or "operative." So, you know, you're uh, you're Your kubaz spy could uh, get to make an attack or or your towel spy or you know any any character that you've managed to figure to fit into the squad that has the name spy in it or operative Um, but I don't think there's any other options um, uh, as of yet with operative in their name other than, uh, I mean, obviously them, themselves because it's a 90 unique, so you can play more than one. But, but
3: yeah. A okay.
2: yeah, little stealth yeah, a little stealthy shooter that gets double. I mean, you know, that blows up doors and and does a little a little cannon shot. I mean, it's pretty pretty tough, pretty tough. You'll see an R seven do all that, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, R seven's not doing all that. Uh, I don't
2: know. I think that's everything I wanted to say about this character. You got somebody else, Randy?
3: I do. Uh, Moving on to Imperials. This would be number 24. Uh, This one... This one's uh, got a lot going on. Fairly complicated. Um, So... I guess let's dive in. Number 24 of 42 is Lumia, Dark Lady of the Sith. She is Imperial. Her recommended mini is Lumaya, the Dark Lady. Um, she costs 33. She has 100 hit points. She has a 19 defense, a 12 attack, and 20 damage. She is unique. Cyborg, Trooper, (laughs) Melee Attack, Double Attack, Stealth. She has an Affinity. She can be in a sub squad. She has a Camaraderie. Allies named Karnor, Jax, or Kyrkanos gain Trooper. She has Light Whip. She has Opportunist. She has a rapport. Allies named Karnora Jax and Cure Kanos cost five less. She's got two force. She has Renewal One. She has Force Farsight. She has Reckless Assault. Then she has two Commander Effects. Non fringe medium allies whose name contain Trooper or Guard gain double attack and opportunist. Allies whose names contain shadow gain targeting blaster. There is this about being Sith. We strengthen ourselves through sacrifice. So like I said, a whole lot going on. Uh, she's powerful when she's getting an opportunity, she's a sixteen attack for thirty. The reckless assault's gonna let her move and and do some damage, and with her high attack, she's unlikely to miss very many of them. And she's got a whole thing going on with Connor Jackson, Kira Uh What do you guys think? Yeah, I like the uh,
1: the fact that, you know, Connor Jackson, Kira get gets... Uh, some potential boost and also get to be a little bit cheaper. Um, getting a double attack, especially for uh I think Kercanos is kind of a nice boost for him. It means he's uh, you know really solid and, and I also like the fact that um you know, she gives out opportunist uh Now there's no reason to play Thrawn. So instead of Thrawn, you're you're playing her and you don't get the swap and you don't get the you know, some of the other benefits, the the master tactician, but you know, you don't need it because you're getting the opportunists, you're getting the double attack. Uh you know, you you build your squad a little bit different and play a a little bit differently. So, yeah, I I like it. I think it sounds like to some uh, pretty interesting squads.
2: I have like, yeah, but like there's about like three different kinds of builds that you can put her in. Um, like, obviously, she's kind of designed to be, you know, like an imperial version of Lumaya. Of mm-hmm. uh, you know, like you can play, uh, you know, Carner mm-hmm. Jacks. Uh, with her and like maybe moth nina and 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 like gary with a bunch of a bunch of shadow stormtroopers or something um you know and phlegm is a good choice in that squad too um getting to you know cannon the uh the the targeting blaster um so that's a pretty fun little squad um and then of course you got um darth k to sith lord um that she could play with him. He's got uh, the Galactic Alliance Special Forces Troopers that he can bring Mm in. Um, So you've got some options um, there. Um, uh, And then you have um, uh, Colonel Jason Solo has an affinity um, that uh, will bring um, Lumaya into New Republic. Which is kind of weird, but you know, just one of those things. Uh so she could be in a squad with like Kenneth Hammer, Murthson uh, you know, and you could um kind of play one of those um one of those funky New Republic squads with with Lumaya in it, which I think is, is pretty good. i uh, we got like one with the uh that new republic defense force lieutenant in it. So and then I'm trying to remember if Vergier don't remember if she has some way of well she can play in Sith with her I guess um I don't remember if she had something for Lumaya or not. Um oh yeah uh Verger, uh can be in a can be in a squad with Lumaya uh, so I guess that means you could bring uh when you play Lumaya you could bring Vargere into uh, an Imperial squad Which is a little weird, but you know, just guess the way that 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 turned out. I don't know that I don't know that you'd want to play Vergier in there with them. I mean, you know, that's like that's like 63 points, you know, that's that's pretty expensive, but you know, hey, why not? Might be good. I know TJ always liked playing a Vergier. Yeah.
1: So uh, yeah, very interesting, lots of, very
2: interesting. Lots of, lots of you know little squad building, you know like routes, little little windows that can open up and you can kind of, you know, explore different squads and, and uh, yeah, I think she's pretty pretty stout.
4: She she is a bit of a glass cannon though. She only has 19 defense, 100 hit points and stealth. Yeah. So she might be might be dying quickly if you if you put her into the fight.
2: Yeah, she may have to kind of hold back and and uh, be kind of cleanup crew. I mean, well, she's got that light whip, so she can she can she can kind of do a little tank busting if you need her to. I mean, um, I know this playtester is really um. Wanted her to have like melee three or something, but you know it's like not every not every uh, just because you have a light whip doesn't mean you have to have like you know a big a giant long whip, you know. Yeah. Not every not every version of a light whip character has has that, but
4: right. Yeah, and there's already plenty of stuff in your card. <laughs>
2: yeah 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 well it's not the worst defender, but yeah there is plenty of stuff there for sure although you know i think a lot of it is uh, a lot of it's a uh, squad building type stuff you know yeah report affinity uh, camaraderie you know um stuff like that so i think once you kind of get past those things like it's not as it's not as much as it looks Like when it's when you're looking at the cards, right? So, and she makes the shadow snow the the shadow uh, stormtrooper better the the one that everybody should have like you know fifty million of. They're like being handed out like like crazy there for a long time. I don't even want to think how many Jason has. You probably have a lot, don't you? Um, I
1: don't have as many as I, I used to. Uh, hmm. just, I gave quite a quite a few of mine away. Um, uh, I don't remember exactly how what it was, but I I ended up with uh, most of a, a box, probably about 150 of them. But there was somebody uh, that had, had offered that they were selling some. One of the, the old guard that, you know, had offered to sell some and then never sent them. Or So I know I took care of a couple people to, you know, set out, you know, 20 to this guy or 10 to that guy. And. They were like, "Oh, I sent my money, and I paid for you know twenty, and I, I never got them." So okay. I uh, took care of all of you. Plus, we used them as uh, customs and uh, for a couple of the uh, recommended minis for a couple of the pieces. Hmm. So I don't I have nearly as many as I used to. I trade. I mean, I, at one point I traded probably. I'm trying to remember who I trade with. I traded with a guy. He had like a most of a box of the Hoth Trooper with uh, the AT or the uh, the cannon.
3: Mm-hmm. And we
1: traded like I don't know fifteen and or twenty of each for you know. Hey, you send me twenty Shadow Stormtroopers, and I'll send you like twenty Snow Troopers uh, with the big gun. But-
2: well, now that guy will be very pleased because he's got a Lumaya that makes them actually playable.
1: Yes. That's good news. Yes, hopefully he will be.
3: <laughs> okay. Well, if we're all finished with that, I'm going to end on very controversial piece. Ooh, Mm -hmm. we like controversial pieces around here. This is number 34. Number 34 is a fringe character. And it is Old Daka. Old Daka costs... Old Daka. uh, Old Daka (laughs) (laughs) costs... She has 70 hit points. She has an 18 defense. She has a zero attack and a zero damage. Her special abilities include unique, Night Sister, camaraderie, allies named Sith Witch gain Night Sister, intuition. And uh, I need to be sure I get the right wording. These other two abilities has a new ability called Disciplined. This character and Night Sister allies within six squares are not affected by enemy abilities that suppress commander effects. And she has Witch's Orb. Night Sisters in your squad cannot be prevented from being affected by Chant of. Wait a minute. Cannot be prevented from being affected by Chant of Resurrection or spending Force Points to reroll its saves. She has. Two Force Points. She has Force Renewal 2. She has Chant of Resurrection. She has Magic Web. Force 2 replaces attacks. Adjacent living enemies take 20 damage are considered activated and cannot make attacks of opportunity this round. Save 11. And she is a commander. If all living allies are Night Sisters, this character gains the following commander effects. Night Sister allies within 6 squares may be repl- may replace their turns to move up to double speed. And make an attack against an adjacent enemy. Night sister allies can spend their force points, can spend her force points, but cannot combine them with her own with their own. If her force is spent to re roll, add plus four to the result. And the flavor text is undead sisters rise from your sleep. So we see Old DACA in the Clone Wars when Grievous comes to wipe out the Night Sisters. She's the one that raises the dead to, to help them fight. Um, the the disciplined is essentially the opposite of uh, disruptive for Night Sisters. And uh, the, the witch's orb is basically just to keep the chant of resurrection from being shut off. Um, and to make sure that you get a chance at bringing a little four point zombie into play. <laughs> and the she doesn't actually give charging attack, um, she lets you replace your turn to run double speed and hit something. Um, if she actually gave charging attack, Mother Talzin would be able to cannon shot it. So you could run twelve and attack and then run twelve and attack. So that was yeah. that was that was changed. So, so like a very controversial piece.
2: Yeah, I, I think that's somewhat mitigated by the fact that, you know, like when you're playing old Daka, uh, to get her, uh, like, you know, pseudo charging, um, uh, and then to get the, like, to be able to spend her force and get the plus four reroll, um, all of your allies have to be um, Night Sisters, um, or all living allies, anyways, have to be Night Sisters, so. I mean you could have a r7 or a mouse droid or something like that in there but um you know everybody in the night and night sister allies are or living you know living night sister allies are the only ones who benefit so um uh you know the the spirit and the the zombies are not getting um oh well they no, they do they do get the um they get the charging, never mind. But but they're uh, they they actually they apply, but they're not. You know they're not breaking it. I guess you'd say, that's um, fun. We did a lot of play testing with this piece because you know we knew, like you know that people might be somewhat concerned because like the night sister hunters are really strong with um, like Mama T and um, they've done they've done okay in tournaments and things so you know um there's some people some beef if uh, night sisters or night sister hunters so you know really want to make sure this this was uh, going to be um you know somewhat playable but not like too crazy and, and I uh, mm-hmm. All right, yeah, go ahead oh I was just going to say you know it's it's like it's like half the power of what I was hoping for but that's okay you know we'll live <laughs> <laughs> that was really the yeah go ahead I was going to say it's one of those like, yeah, oh. yep. I was I was things where
1: it's uh, you know I love the the stuff that you know the discipline is within six um there's some of the commander effects that um you know you might want to extend with mouse droids or whatever Um, and i think it's one of those pieces that like you said is is kind of controversial but i think it's going to be more polarizing where you know if you don't have an answer for what she's trying to do, you might, you know, just get totally blown out of a game, but there's other matchups where, you know, she only has 70 hit points. Um, you know, you might just totally dominate uh, your opponent, because I do think this is going to be different um, than a normal, you know, what we've classically seen in a Sister squad. It's going to be, uh, you know, a little bit different. Um, you're not just going to be like, oh, hey, I'm going to throw Taliesin and Night Sisters and and whatever in there. You're going to have to find out, uh, you know, do that. All right.
2: When you're playing Night Sister Hunters, you're not typically wanting to go like run them up in the opponent's face. You know, it's not exactly no tactic that you use Um, uh, the, you know, um, that, you know, when they want, if they use the charging, they're going to lose their, um, you know, they don't get the dead eye, Um, they, they're going to lose the the ability to use uh, burst lightning, so they won't be able to burst lightning on that turn. you know so um it's not necessarily in the best interest for the night sister hunter i mean unless she's going to be able to come up and just outright kill somebody on that charge um, they probably aren't going to want to do it um so you know you're not really gaining a whole lot from that and if you're wanting to get that additional plus 4 to their attack you have to spend a force point to get it you know it's like it's not like when you play them with town card you just you know they get a plus 4 plus 10 all day across the board and it's you know um you know so it's like with the old docket it's uh it's not as easy um, as it is with town card I mean I think if you're going the like night sister hunter route Talon card might be the better is probably most likely the best option um now you know um I think old docket kind of makes you think about playing you know some like other characters um Savage Marin Talia you know some other um you know attackers you kind of think about maybe putting in there so I mean a, a hunter probably wouldn't be too bad, but it's I don't think that's gonna be like the total focus. It doesn't become the whole focus of the squad.
1: Um, no with with, with with the commander effect the way it is, you you're not probably gonna play too many Night Sister hundreds. Like you said, you're probably gonna be focusing on some of the you know, Sauvage or Maul or you know, something of that nature where you're getting your melee guy up in there and Really starting to do some damage.
2: Yeah. It's, yeah. Savage so is definitely probably the be- the biggest one <laughs> that you could um, with his uh, you know charge in there, and then you can um repulse do his repulse or something and do a lot of put a lot of damage out there on a lot of people so pretty nasty and it you know it's kind of uh this is it's you know there's only there's we've really covered a lot of of what's there for night sisters um i'm sure somebody could make up some non-uniques or um there might be i think there's like another um uh unique night sister hunter um like i think talia had like couple like two sisters that were with her or something um um and uh so i mean i guess one of those could be made but you know most most all the a lot of the night sister hunter pieces are there um so old daca kind of uh it's like you know let's have a if anybody wants an all an all night sister squad and you put all the night sister be able to play all night sister characters together you know um this is sort of like an attempt to let you do that right Um, it's like you know this is not like this is not that time that the night sister hunters play like got together at jabba's cantina (laughs) <laughs> you know, and, and, uh, had a little party, hello soiree, you know. <laughs> um or whatever else, little, you know, weird concoctions people come up with um you know, with uh Mother talzin and in, in a and a night sister hunter. You know, so yeah, it's meant to be a little have that theme, that thematic aspect to it where you know the the clone war scene where the all the zombies are are running out um you know so you you your zombie your 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 zombie kills somebody makes another zombie your your hunter gets killed and she makes the chance save and um she becomes a zombie you know now you got little zombies that can can charge all around the field you know so that's kind of fun when those little zombies can get annoying.
1: Yeah. But yeah, no, I I think Old Daka looks like um, they'll have some pretty cool squads. Obviously, you know, discipline is uh, going to be the key. One of the key new abilities, and then also the the witch's orb. Um, being able to, you know, stop, stop or be able to still spend your force points um, or be affected by the of Resurrection. Pretty cool. So, yeah, I like Old Daka pretty well. I think it's a pretty cool piece. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I hope more people, I hope other people feel that way too. I know some people are gonna like, why? Why are we making this? <laughs> you know, night sister, night sisters are good enough. They don't need a, anything <laughs> else. But it's it's their grandma. I mean, come on, who doesn't need their grandma?
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, everybody
2: needs their grandma. Yeah, yeah. Probably gotta like bake them some cookies or something, you know, like, um, little witches brew, you know, um, have some like, you know, I don't know, some ginger snaps or something. So, yeah, I, I think she's good to have around. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for it. Randy, Randy loves the piece.
3: It's his favorite new piece, I think. It's it's not even out yet, and I am so sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: Randy, just, re- just remember, Randy, that when a new set comes out, people don't really play the new stuff for like a year to 18 months after it comes out. So you won't have to deal with this piece again for another year, year and a half, and then people will remember that it came out. Because people finally, you know, it'll be in the blue milk, and it'll be everywhere else, and people will start building with it, and they will figure out what's good.
2: All right? It may not be that good by then. Maybe, we'll, you know, <laughs> the other, the other broken, the other broken pieces we've made all maybe uh, will 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 best. It. I mean, a lot, there's a lot of work. There's a lot of lot of work going in right now to like how can we nerf Night Sisters like completely. So you know it's it's kind of a funny it's a funny thing how that works, but you know, you get a when you when you become good when you become good you get a target on your back. You know. Yes. Yes you do.
1: So that's okay and then you know a year later when the new hotness comes along nobody even remembers yeah
2: yeah yeah right well it's like you know it's is similar in my mind like like every time i've brought up making a new republic dollar and people freak out and they're like you can't do that can't make a can't <laughs> make a new dollar it's like but but should be new republic it's too soon. People have a lot of hurt feelings. Have a lot of hurt feelings about Dala. And, and, and making a New Republic, Dala would just be rubbing salt in the wound.
3: Even if okay. she did nothing at all. Yeah, even if she does nothing. Yeah.
2: It's just her, she has the name. She has that name. And it is offensive. So, yeah, it's funny.
4: I think maybe if we, we dedicated a more, a memorial to the victims of the original dollar, then you can proceed. <laughs> yeah,
2: there, there you go. <laughs> yeah. There we go. A, a, uh, yeah, a shrine, yeah. yeah. It would have emplacement. It, like, sits up in the middle of Gambit, <laughs> you know, like a memorial. Collects Gambit every round permanently. Yeah. Not not available to Imperials. Everyone else gets it but except for uh, Imperials. That's like what fringe with rival for Imperial. I don't know if you can do that, but Can you make a fringe with a rival for a faction? Is that is that
1: you
4: in the rules? I think I think there already is one. It's uh booster Oh,
2: okay. Nice. Okay, well yeah, we do that. So yeah, uh, maybe I could say like you know if your opponent has a character and if you know named Dala in the squad, you get some kind of boost. But obviously, you know since Dala is banned, you're not gonna get that boost. Right. <laughs> well, maybe that make people want dollar to come back you know if it was good enough it was like like if it gave you greater mobile double evade and and uh avoid defeat or something
1: <laughs> yes uh. so uh, yeah that's, that's uh, cool. all is that all of our previews? Are we ready to move on to the
3: uh, versatility uh, gauntlets? I've, I have posted the three new ones on Blue Milk, so people can browse it and complain to their heart's content. So oh, good.
2: God, I'll be paying attention to that.
3: Let's
1: see. It looks like we talked about all of round three, I think. And we were on to round four of the Galactic Alliance. There we go. The gauntlet versatility challenge, a versatility gauntlet. See if we can. All right. So it looks like we have. Gandalf, was that was your game against Nerd Slayer in this uh, round?
4: Yes, it was. I think the first game of that round was Spry versus Cheek22.
1: All right. So Spry and Cheech played. Um, they had very, very similar squads. Um, I see Han, Curly, and Legend, and Jaina, and Wedge on both sides. It looks like Cheech had a little bit more resistance uh, slayer with an officer, some commandos, some troopers and a medical officer. And Spry had Luke, a New Republic hero, Ganner and Lobot. Um, And it looks like It looks, yeah, it looks like uh, the first couple rounds were some positioning, and then Luke, or then Spry uses Ganner to levitate Luke, and with night speed and ambush, uh, smashes in on his Han and kills him. And. Luke lives, even though he gets all the way down to 10. Uh, and then, yeah, from there, it looks like it was just bad. <laughs> um, then you can go ahead and talk about your game, Gandalf.
4: Yep. Um, very quickly, uh, I was it was me against Nerd Slayer. Um, and... Uh, I played Sith against Nerdslayer's Old Republic, so kind of a theme matchup. Uh, I had like a two-like horde squad with uh, Darth Cognus, an Imperial Agent, Nexus, and a Holocron. Uh, and Nerdslayer had uh, a, a Mitra Surik uh, Republic General with the Raven Supreme Commander, a Twilight Jedi General, and a couple of Wookiee Jedis. Jedi. Um, and... Yeah, we, we both had melee squad, so it was just a just a classic two like chord game with him making all the ceresa style masteries and teleporting everywhere. And uh, yeah, I made made enough of my saves of parry and ceresa Style Mastery that I was able to uh, win. Despite Nerd Slayer making a very a very good move with a Wookiee Jedi and uh, taking out my my agent before it could do anything.
1: Impressive. All right. Let's see what else we got. Looks like Mando defeated Overlay. Mando vetoed Imperials and Republic. And uh, Overlay had already played Old Republic, Rebels, and Sith. Overlay vetoed Sith and Fringe. And Mando had already played Rebels, OR, and Imperials. Mando is running uh, an NRN 99 and an AAT hover tank with General Kalani and Dalton Dauphine and Loxerd, kind of pumping those droids up to uh, really um, high damage, high output levels. And Overlay was playing the Bounty Hunters Guild with Cal and Nord, Bounty Hunter, Embo, Guildmaster uh, Kratisk, and Talon Card with Mira. Mando lost map um, which isn't the most huge friendly map and it looks like uh, round one with some positioning and then uh, Kalani had tactician plus six which was super useful keep uh, you. Then it looks like it kind of goes back and forth and there's some Siege weapon and then kills Talon card towards the end. Um, Definitely some cat and mouse on the mushroom planet. And it looks like the final score was 208 to 132. Um, Looks like it was definitely just some like part of the auto damage between the pulse cannon and the Siege weapons. But just uh, you know, take damage every round, even if it's just ten or twenty and it adds up and adds up and adds up. Um, uh, I played uh Trevor, there is no try. Um, and it's kind of funny, I uh vetoed Mando's in Sith. Um I didn't want to play against Mandalore, the Vindicated, and I also didn't want to play against uh, some of Trevor's uh, crazy Sith squads. And he vetoed Imperials and Separatists for me. I'd already played Rebels for the New Republic. Um, I played uh, some squad I stole from Darth O a long time ago, which is basically just Yoda throws his toys. Trevor played the Purple Peep Leaders. Uh, he won the match, so he played on Rebel Fortress. And uh, his squad is, I um, mean, he's played it before. It's so the one he played at uh, Vasilicon a couple years ago with Shakal and Shido Shai and um, Minos and Yim Yam and Eminet Serrar with the Eighth Cortex Shaper. Um, he brought in the Executor again. Um, even though he can't double tap the same guy, uh, and obviously we all know what Yoda throws his toys does, uh, and this is one of those weird games that it, it almost played a little bit like Kybuck. like like Sky like old school Skybug played, um, because he dominated Gambit basically the entire game. And I was trying to, you know, pick guys off around the edges. Um, really, it was kind of, uh, I went for the ultra-aggressive move in round one. Um, I ran in with Kaibuk and uh, did some damage with uh, Kaibuk on his uh, Minos. And then I swapped in with Dr. E. Uh, and if he failed both of his save 11s from the new balance committee, errata uh, her rulings, um, Minos would have would have died. Um, but he didn't. He made one of them. And it's like, okay, but Minos is almost dead. So I was okay with that. And, I mean, obviously I calculated it out beforehand. But then I won the next init. And I was like, man, this is it. I can take out um, – um, take out Minos. And of course, he made both save 11s. So he made three out of four save 11s with Minos. And then obviously, smoked Dr. E um, pretty quick. Um, and then uh, I used Blizz to take out Minos eventually later on in the round. And then I uh, started pushing towards his backfield where he had kind of uh, Eminent Terrar and uh nem and the Yamask. Uh, the next couple rounds uh you know, he was still controlling gambit i uh i counted incorrectly and he was able to kill the flame trooper before he did did anything because uh even though i thought i was like seven squares away i was only six squares away um so he could just you know move up and attack with, without doing anything um, and Yoda was working out in his backfield, trying to clear out a bunch of the guys. I ended up clearing out pretty much his whole backfield. Uh, you know, the Mosque and uh, the the shaper and the priest, um, and then the. We played we quite a few more rounds after that, and it was a lot of me just kind of running around, um, staying far enough away, um, with Kai Buck and some of the other guys, and you know trying to you know finish off his guys as I could. Um, and uh, uh, needing one more round of gambit or or one more kill. I uh, won 192-175. to 175. Uh, At the end of the game, I had a 60-hit point Kybuck. I had Blizz, uh Panaka, Mas, and erodian and he had a 30-hit point uh, Shaquille. Uh, and I think he got Gambit almost – I believe he got Gambit all eight rounds of the – the match and I got uh, two or three rounds of Gambit, which I I needed one more to get over 200. But it was a a great game. It was a lot of fun, a lot of brain busting. And (laughs) if uh, the dice would have been a little bit more in Trevor's favor, he could have easily won this game, I think. Uh, They they were already in his favor a little bit, I think, with the fact that he made three or four. Saves from homicidal surgery, and then obviously I misplayed and and gave him the (laughs) free clone trooper. (coughs) And then uh, Timmer and Laura played the final game of the week, and uh. Tim played his Mandalorians. Laura vetoed Republican Imperials. Laura played uh, Six Hoods Are Better Than Two, which is Talon and Mara, um, Big Z and Mission Vow and, and Kreia and Hanhar. A lot of stuff going on in that squad. And uh, essentially what happened is they uh, the dice were st- Super lopsided. Um, apparently, Laura was missing everything, and you know the the couple of times that she did hit uh, were evaded away or dodged, and, and Tim couldn't miss. So he won that one, uh, two eleven to fifty nine. Looks like we have some games scheduled for this week. We'll go over that schedule in a second. Uh, looks like Spry and uh, Urban Schnee are playing uh, tomorrow, Friday at noon Eastern. Uh, there is no train. Gandalf are playing uh, Saturday evening Eastern time. I don't know when that is in New Zealand. Is that Sunday uh, Sunday morning?
4: Yeah, Sunday Sunday morning.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm playing Cheech uh, next Tuesday. And it looks like Tim and Mando are going to be playing uh, next Wednesday. It'll be the final game of the week, hopefully. This looks like Mando's uh, out of town. So, and then I assume that means that Nerd Slayers. But, yeah, um, let's see. Mando and Overlay have so the schedule. Oh, wait, that's round four. Haha, <laughs> ha, sorry. Let me switch up. Um, Nerd, Nerd Slayer and Overlay are playing, so I'm assuming they'll be able to uh, play at some point. But it's uh, Timur versus Mando, Urban shin versus Spry, uh, Overlay versus Nerd Slayer, Urban Jedi versus Cheech, uh, There is No Try versus Gandalf. The standings after four rounds are uh, Gandalf's winning and the rest of us are not winning. Those are the the official standings. So hopefully uh, Gandalf forgot to uh, pay his uh, premium Vassal Dice subscription. (laughs) And let the the rest of us catch up. (laughs) Um, And this is the last week that we get to veto any of our opponent's squads. Um, it was kind of funny. I was noticing that um, a lot of people have played kind of some of the similar squads. A lot of people have played Rebels already. Um, some people have played uh, Fringe. And there's a couple other factions that have multiple plays. A bunch of old Republics have been played, it looks like. And it's kind of like, oh. Yeah. When you get to veto five factions, uh, you know, your opponent's going to probably choose the ones they think you're best at. So, you know, like against Trevor, for instance, uh, I'm sure nobody's going to let him play Mandos on purpose. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so the first five weeks that uh, you probably won't see Trevor on Mandos and he will be on Mandos in you know, week six or seven or nine. Um, so yeah, we get uh, this week, we get to eliminate one faction from each of our opponents. And then after that, um, we get to pick from what we have left. And then uh, the semifinals is going to be the last faction that you have played. Uh So, yeah, it's going to be pretty interesting to see what faction people, you know, when they can only pick one faction to eliminate, what they start to pick, um, what they really don't want to face from their opponent. Um, And uh, then after that, it'll be uh, back to the mind games of, okay, what do I think you're going to play? What do I have left to play? What's going to match up the best Uh, kind of funness?
4: it's also it's also interesting to see what pe- what uh, factions people are hoping to save for the the semifinals if they if we get if they get to that point
1: yes yes and as we start to get further along you know it's like do you try to save a particular faction um or you know are you uh, do you need to win every game and want to play your best factions uh like it's pretty funny i i think that out of all my squads, the, the one I played against Trevor might have been my best squad. Yoda throws his toys. Um, and I mean, I did win the game that I used it in, but at the same time, I only got a two-point win, even though we played, a, you know, eight rounds. We were, you know, flying through the rounds. Um just lots of positioning and basically my, uh, refusal or, or whatever to enter the gambit zone or, or stay in the gambit zone. Um, which, you know, is essentially exactly how, uh, I think that the games should kind of work out. I wasn't willing to, uh, to engage. So I, uh, you know, suffer the consequences of only getting two points. Um, But, yeah, it will be uh, pretty interesting to see. And like I said, I I really did want to save it for later. But at the same time, it's like, man, I really, you know, I was, you know, two and one, didn't really want to fall to two and two. It's Trevor. I figured I could hopefully beat whatever squad he was playing with it, which I did. Um, And now, you know, that squad is not in my my back pocket anymore, so I'm going to have to figure out a different plan going forward of what to play and who to play it against. Because that's the other thing, too, is um, some of the type of stuff of, like, okay, you know, I'm really good at this type of squad, but if my opponent's playing, you know, like, a, a Jedi squad is really good unless your opponent's running a, a triumvirate squad with Dark Nihilus, a uh, melee destroyer. And then all of a sudden your Jedi are are not looking as hot. So you got to kind of weigh what you think your opponent might play, what factions they have available, you know, that type of stuff. I'll say
2: I watched uh, the game with uh, Laura versus Tim, uh, you know, and – it like you said it was uh quite skewed um I, I think i watched she was like you know i need to roll a four and then there was like a two and a two and another two and tim's like oh my gosh um i'm so sorry uh, i'm so sorry you know and like it was just like dead quiet and and i was just rolling like laughing but i had my i had on mute so nobody could hear me laughing but it was it was amazing uh you know just like the Mm -hmm. roles were like just just like like you could just feel how like 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 the fate of Mm -hmm. everything was just like you know it was just terrible Mm -hmm. terrible the the d20s were the 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 fake d20s on vassal were just being (laughs) cruel so cruel (laughs) amazing it was amazing (laughs) i don't know I don't know if I've I've seen bad games, but that was that was uh, that was kind of up there with one of the worst.
1: Yeah, it's always it's always rough when you're you're super winning a game and it's it's because of the dice. You always feel bad when you know it's like oh I need a seventeen to hit. Oh I rolled a nineteen. Oh and you failed your evade. And then on the other side is Okay, I need a six. Uh, I rolled a three. Or, oh, you need a, you know, I hit you with my night sister. You need save 15s on your evade. Okay, 17, 17, 17.
2: Uh, that was the other like, thing man. that was bad about
1: the game. Uh, Tim wasn't
2: playing his squad right because he thought that the synergies didn't stack. So he wasn't adding like another plus 4 onto his attack rolls. He was just rolling the dice and he was rolling like 18s, 19s. Oh. He was hitting every time even though he wasn't even giving himself a, like an extra plus 4 to his attacks and stuff. He was still like hitting every
1: time.
4: Wait, <laughs> wait. Which which synergies are these?
1: Uh, let's I see. I the, don't think synergies I don't believe that synergies stack. I think uh, synergies are just um, like uh Well
2: they're different they have different um they have different um like wordings. You know what I mean?
1: So, I, know, I, I thought synergies were right. You guys uh, can rules, you, you guys mean, can argue yeah, rules. Laura,
2: Laura was Laura was saying <laughs> that that they that they would stack. Um And she, I usually trust her. Okay. Her rules yeah. judgment. Um, but usually
1: pretty good. So they they probably do. <laughs> all
3: right. So. Laura. But I don't know. Laura moved up, like, and she. Laura moved up, and she drew this like really thin line of sight to to hit Sabine and one of the like two roles that Tim failed was Sabine's evade. But then Finn Rao, I think it was, bodyguarded it, which gave him an attack, and it was like crit crit. <laughs> oh man.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was uh yeah, it was the the Finn like the Finn my like my Finn Finn squad, the um the, oh, the Mandalorian Protectors um, kind of thing is what it was. Um, I don't know if I can bring it up here. It's uh, huh, weird. I don't think I deleted the squad, but um tried to do a little search for it. It wouldn't come up uh finn because i'm curious is like i kind of want to know for sure you know make sure it works that way um
4: well as a baseline rule if if two abilities have the same name then they will Mm -hmm. typically not stack and every synergy has the same name as every other synergy since since you ignore the number so right 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 um and i mean if they're giving like a different bonus like one to attack one to defense then they can stack but not if they're giving to the same bonus a bonus to the same stat.
2: let's see um okay so Finn shiza has synergy plus two allied mandalorian protectors get plus two plus two while another allied mandalorian protector is within six squares and then let's see uh the uh, skull squadron pilot or skull squadron officer has synergy plus four. Uh, Mandalorian pilot allies get plus four attack within six squares of another Mandalorian pilot ally. So, I mean, there's one synergy two plus two, one synergy plus four. One's for Mandalorian protectors, the other one's for Mandalorian pilots.
1: You guys are the rules guys, I, you know. I, I believe in that case but you would get plus four attack and then plus two defense, assuming that you qualified for all the different synergies,
3: I
4: think. Yeah, I agree.
1: Oh,
2: there we go. That's half the rules committee right there. And <laughs> since, Laura, since, Laura, wow. since Laura said it worked, then. And...
3: Nice. While we have the rules committee on the line, Brian and I had something <laughs> come up in a game that I wanted to ask about.
1: Oh, good. Rule uh, question's on the spot when we don't have time to go look stuff up. Sure, <laughs> yeah, we can try it. You got this.
3: So we're... Savage Press has that ability where he can spend a force and he gets plus two, plus ten, and then at the end of his turn, he has to make a save or go savage? Correct. It doesn't say that he has to activate it on his turn. So... Can I, at the end of the round, Mama Towson goes and cannons him. He spends the force and gets plus two, plus ten. The round ends. The next round starts. I cannon him again, and he still has it. And then he takes his turn and still has it and then makes the save. Is that the way that works?
2: Hmm. Um, it doesn't say like he couldn't do it on like a he can do it like on an attack of opportunity even and like if he did it you know on an attack of opportunity and then the, at the start of the next round like he would have it and because it says it doesn't shut off until the end of his turn so i mean it's a little i b- confusing I, be- but-
1: I believe that those abilities were ruled that it's the end of the, not the character's turn, but the current turn. Oh, really? Okay. And, and I believe that's from, like, the original characters, like, was it Dash Jenner and whoever had it originally from Wizards? Ah,
4: right. so is it like an FPQ? That would be Dispression of Killer, right? Um
1: uh, the yes, yeah. Killer, there's a, there's another one. There's a couple other ones from that. like Doctor same Fission, set. yeah.
4: Yep. Hmm.
2: So you can still use it off turn, but that it ends
1: at the end of that turn. You have to make the save at the end of that, that
3: turn, yes. Okay. But does it the does, effect probably... until the end of no, his turn? capabilities. no.
1: No, I, that was one of the ones, I, like I said, I believe Wizards changed it um, or did whatever they did um, because people were trying to do that exact same thing where they're like, well, it doesn't say till the end of, like, whatever, so I'm going to use it on an attack, of opp- or can I use it on an attack of opportunity? And I think that was the question. If I use this on an attack of opportunity, when does it end? And I believe the answer was, that you can use it on Attack of Opportunity and then whenever you use it, it ends at the end of whatever turn that is. So if it's like a Princess Leia, like, cannon shot, you can use it and then it ends. You have to make the save and then either it it happens or it doesn't happen. You know, I think one of them was it was defeated and one of them was went savage and one of them, like,
4: it just, like, you
1: flipped over to the other team.
4: And, and just to confirm this, um, there was a thread, or there was a rules thread in 2020, which I've just searched up, uh, where Tim asked the question, and it's it's in the glossary on in the complete glossary, but it's not in the glossary on Blue Milk that uh, it it lasts until the end of the current term.
2: Where's the complete glossary?
4: Um, over on SWM Gamers. Okay. Okay. i can actually i can actually update that to include it um
2: nice nice yeah yeah it it is a little confusing because the card text says until the end of this character's turn and then it says at the end of that turn which you would assume is that is the character's turn so yeah it is the card text is misleading right
1: um so but you think they, because, would have, uh, they would have like
2: updated it if if uh, but you know we're not none of us are perfect. We don't we don't get it right every time. Right.
1: Wh- Wizards of the coast of uh final glossary from gamers Dark Temptation works even when the character is making an attack for opportunity or other attack outside of its turn. In that situation, the effect ends and the save is made. At the end of the turn, the power is used. All right.
2: So you cheated, Randy.
3: If you ain't cheating, you ain't crying. <laughs> if you get yeah. caught cheating, you weren't trying hard enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm. um.
1: That
0: was
1: good stuff. Yeah.
2: So right now, who's in the lead in the
1: versatility tournament? Is it, uh, is it Gandalf? Um, still? Uh, uh, we we told we 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 said we said the leaderboard. It was Gandalf, and then uh, everybody else was chasing him. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So
2: just run, Gandalf, run. Well, okay, that just means I've used all my big <laughs> <Yeah. good> squads. <laughs> I'm, I'm left with long. Keep saying that, long. but he keeps winning. It keeps winning. So. Yeah. Uh, got your long uh, left. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can
1: do it, I believe in you. Let's, let's see. Oh, the other thing that we should mention is uh don't forget there's the uh the Randy Regional.
3: Yeah. <laughs> A week from Saturday. We we expect to see you again, oh uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: And an update from i will I plan on being there um Laura is not gonna be there uh, our sister in law and niece are in town visiting uh colleges and they're gonna hang out and they're gonna go see West side story while i'm uh hanging out with you guys playing minis and am I, um, I talked to Lillian and she is unable to make it that's uh I guess when they're doing something for her nephew's graduation party
2: well if you're not getting paired up against your wife or Lillian round one I mean uh, what the heck? I don't know I don't know who it's not play. gonna be it's gonna be different
3: and Tim can't and make it, will it. Be.
2: Tim can't come. Yeah, what the heck? Who do you have from Chicago that you could bring with you that you could get paired up against? I, I don't know. <laughs> hey, is Cheech from Cheech is from Chicago? You should see if that Cheech guy <laughs> wants to come. I guess he's a—that's what I heard. as a teacher from Chicago or something. He's like—he's uh, playing in the Versatility Gauntlet. Um. So I don't know. <laughs> You Guys, uh, you
1: know, I don't know if he's uh, no. yeah, I like I said, I, I plan on being there, I, I might be there solo, um, right. and there won't be any solos in my squad, so no, uh, no, Jason oh. solo or Han that, solo or not Rack a, and that's not a, solo. You're not
2: tipping us off,
1: you're not tipping us off about what you're playing, no, no, not tips, no, no tips this week. Maybe next week, maybe on Thursday, because obviously on Thursday, we're going to have to uh, play our normal game of um, can we can we guess the squads that we'll see.
2: I got three guesses. Two-lock horde. Okay. Two-lock horde and two-lock horde.
1: Okay. Those are my three <laughs>
2: guesses.
1: <laughs> Those are your three guesses? Okay. I'm just
2: kidding. (laughs) Yeah, it'll be fun. We'll play. Yeah, we'll play the little guess the meta. And uh, yeah, it'll it'll probably be like what beats two lock horde.
1: Well, talent card beats him if you you don't pull a Mike Giles and say, "Man, I won on your map earlier, so let's pick my map and give you the total advantage."
2: Right, and you don't run Talon card all the way up the board so Tulak lock can kill him.
1: That's another thing you don't yeah. do. Yeah. No, nope, but that is another thing you don't do. Yep. Yeah. But uh, those are all lessons learned in Chicago no. Regional. <laughs> yes, but I, but I will say Greg did um, play it perfectly. He definitely outplayed me in the the final game for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So no, no I don't know how there. he beat me.
2: I don't know I don't know how he He just I don't know, he did it and I didn't even like it was like I was winning and then I was losing and then I lost. It was you know, all down <laughs> kind of just downhill. It's like uh so you know, that's oh, all right. Oh.
1: other than that, does uh, anybody else have anything that we need to talk about this week or?
2: Uh, no, I, I think I will mention that, uh, I, I heard some people talking about on, the on the, one of the Facebook groups, they were like, you know, does anybody even play this game or is there even going to be any Gen Con? Like, is anybody even playing it at Gen Con? And, uh, <laughs> I had to, I had to leave a little comment, you know, about it. So it's like, yes, we're, uh, actually pretty much sold out, right? On most
1: of the, all the events. There we are. We we are pretty much what yeah. we, they're... We're still waiting. James is still waiting for them to kind of get back with him about an uh, official answer as far as if we can uh, have more slots for our championship. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hopefully that is going to come to fruition and we'll be able to you know, officially have more slots because I know... Or, well, I'm assuming, I'm just looking at what all, you know, across Gen Con kind of is kind of sold out, that space will be at a very much premium, so if they don't award us more slots and maybe, you know, give us another table somewhere or or something of that nature, it it might not be feasible, unfortunately, but we're going to do everything that we can well and i obviously like i said we're doing everything we can before the convention and then you know if nothing happens before you know you know in the next 6 weeks before we uh, all congregate um we'll do everything on site to be able to get anybody or everybody that would like to play uh you know into the the tournament it would be very unfortunate uh if somebody that wanted to play was unable to because of uh, a lack of space and or tickets.
3: How will I play my dollar on the hardboard?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, and, uh, we will keep everybody posted. Um, what you know? If uh, they do award us more tickets, we'll try to make sure that information gets out to everybody so that they can acquire said tickets before it potentially sells out again. I don't know how many people are waiting for tickets. I know that uh, I don't think Randy, you don't have a ticket, and I think Mike doesn't have a ticket, and I can't remember if there's anybody else that normally plays that that doesn't have a ticket.
3: Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't able to get one. Um, yeah, it did was, I it was that, weird. Did I read that oh, Gen Con is essentially sold out across the board?
1: Um, I don't know about badges, but I I'm, I'm obviously, I'm in a, uh, the main Gen Con fan group, and a lot of people are saying that a lot of events are sold out couldn't get events, you know, kind of, man, I didn't get all my events. What am I supposed to do? Or, you know, what are, what are people's recommendations or, you know, um, or people kind of begging for tickets. Hey, me and my, you know, brother want to play in True Duns and does anybody have two tickets that we could, we could, you know, buy or borrow or that they're not using. Um, So we'll see. Uh, I know, I think the, I'm not sure when the first major date as far as non-refundable hotels or when they take that first night's payment, I know usually around then people sometimes, uh, you know, throw back tickets, refund badges, uh, change their plans. Um, I know that there's some other, you know, key dates coming up, but we are getting closer and closer to uh, to Gen Con, so... And yeah, Randy, what if you got a badge and you can't play any games
2: because they're all sold out? And you like, you're like, you know, you go to the convention. I can at least you, play field. You know,
3: yeah, I can. That's spend true, money yeah. in the dealer hall.
2: Yeah, that's true. There, I guess there are some things you can do. Yeah, you can. You can see the cosplay
1: checks I mean, r- walking around. You know, you can uh, demo. uh You can demo all the games in the For dealer sure. hall.
3: Yeah, yeah, which.
1: There are people that do that every year, and there are people oh, yeah. that – And I, I do think that this year again, um, even though I don't think some of the more recent years have been, but I think there will be opportunities to to turn some of the swag from the dealer hall into uh, kind of some big money. I don't know what that yeah. swag is going to yeah. be or which, one, which ones are going to be the the hot items, but –
2: yeah, there's a lot of new games that are going to be coming out that they're like, um, you know, like they've been developing and they're just going to be now coming out. And, and, and yeah, they could have some, some good stuff.
3: I I, know- I paid for a Kickstarter in November of 2019. And that Kickstarter <laughs> is currently sitting on a dock in China.
1: <laughs> um. No. Which, that also reminds me, like, um, Disney's Lorcana game, collect- trading card game, collectible card game. I'm not sure which header it falls under, but there's been a lot of uh, people upset with that because it's the first time ever that Gen Con has forcibly refunded people's tickets that they
4: purchased.
1: Because apparently... And I'm not sure, the details are a little unclear, but apparently Gen Con's website, when you buy a ticket, you can buy a ticket for your friend, or you can buy a ticket an extra ticket for yourself. Um, apparently, and you could buy tickets for multiple time slots, but apparently the game, the, the people that are running the game, and I don't know if that's, uh, which company that is, was like, um, nope, each player can only play one event of each type. I guess there's like two or three types of events. And we're going to be checking IDs and matching them to badges. So no no cheating. Um, and um, basically Gen Con was... Hey, in uh, all kinds of mass emails, which I did not purchase any of these tickets, so I didn't get any, but saw plenty of people talking about them and even saw some, I want to say some pseudo news articles as far as like, you know, regional articles or gaming related articles that if you had multiple tickets, Gen Con emailed you and said, hey, if you don't pick which ones you're going to return, we'll pick for you. Hmm. Um, and I don't know if they were worried about like scalpers or people trying to do quick flips, or if they're trying just to get it uh, the product in as many people's hands as possible, or what the exact story is.
3: I did see that there's a new Star Wars game coming out uh, by Funko. Uh, it's called Rivals. And it's okay. uh, You buy a booster, you either buy like a light side booster or a dark side booster, and then it's like a worker placement kind of game where you flip over locations and then you, you uh, issue your minis to the different locations to fight or whatever. Um, they're doing. They're rolling it out at Gen Con and they're doing like some sealed events and stuff. Uh, and I guess they're normally pretty – the Funko guys are normally pretty, like, open with their swag. They, they throw a lot of product at you. Hmm. I okay.
2: And also, I, I mean, I think a pretty big thing this year, uh, Critical Role, uh, which is a very popular okay. online um, uh, role play uh, group, uh, is bringing their new RPG to Gen Con this year. Um, they have a game um, that that's like uh, Queen by Midnight that they're going to be uh, doing uh, demos of, and then they're also going—I think—going to be selling new um, the new book that is like the new RPG that they're going to be using uh, going forward instead of D and D. So, I mean, that's a pretty big deal. Um, that's that's going to be. That's gonna be kind of cool. I'm sure that's probably gonna I may just want to stay away from that area completely. It'll probably be a lot of Uh, a lot of smelly people over there. But you know it's a pretty big deal. I don't know if you can get your hands on some of that, you know, swag. Uh go to eBay and sell it for like ten times the value,
1: you know. uh, uh.
2: So yeah, pretty awesome. Well, sorry, I I probably shouldn't even brought that up, but, you know, just I thought it was uh, worth mentioning. Um, But yeah, next week, next week, uh, I will be guessing what Jason's playing. I'm going to pinpoint it perfectly. Perfectly. Not Han Solo. Not a solo squad.
3: Correct. He's going to bring Solo Charge. Watch. (laughs) Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. That would be pretty awesome.
2: And win. I think we should yep. let uh let Gandalf play virtually so he can beat Jason <laughs> at our regional. You know, we can set up a laptop with uh with Vassal on it, and you know when your rounds up, you you have to play uh G- Gandalf the greatest wizard. You know? <laughs> are you guys scared? Now it's probably like 4 30 in the morning for him. So, you know, maybe yeah. that won't work. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks, guys. Um, did you do the sign out? I can't remember.
1: No, not yet. But we'll see everybody. Uh, same sit time, same sit channel next week. We'll uh, have some guests, the meta. Uh, we'll probably have some more matches of the uh, versatility gauntlet. I believe all the matches will have been completed for the next week. We might even have pairings for the following week. And if anything else pops up, I'm sure we'll talk about that too. Awesome. Good night, guys. All right. Good night, everybody. Good,
4: Good
0: night. Bye. plus.